What motivates you to get up each day and do what God's calling you and asking you to do through your business? Is it money? Is it power? Is it recognition? What if I told you that God says all those things are foolishness? And what if I told you that there's scientific research to actually back it up? Keep listening as we talk about the three levels of motivation that go beyond what we normally think as why we are motivated to do our work. Well, really to do anything. We'll go beyond that carrot and stick mentality, that reward and consequences, and think a little bit deeper and look at why, as an entrepreneur, we are motivated to get up each day, work long and hard, and stay energized. Hey there, wise woman. Today on the Truth and Business Show, Mary and I are going to be talking about you and actually us as entrepreneurs. We are a unique bunch and we want our work to count for something. That means that we do have to stay motivated. We're going to talk about not only motivation for entrepreneurs, but for better work all around. It is for motivating you, your team, and your clients. And we're going to use an acronym, MAP, M-A-P. What is motivating you the most? M for mastery, a for autonomy, P for purpose. This is Deneen TV. And I'm Mary Allure. So join us to find out how you can stay motivated as a Christian entrepreneur to do what God is calling you to do. Okay, Mary. Okay. One of my favorite motivation verses, I've got to start with that today, yes. is Colossians 3.23. It says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. How do yes. you think this applies to the many clients that we actually work with. Oh, well, it applies to all of our clients because <laughs> that's what we really try to help show them and help them with and support them in doing uh, to work willingly for the Lord uh, as if they were, as if the Lord was our client. <laughs> exactly. I think that that's really great. And when we understand that our business is to serve God, right. then it takes on a new meaning, a new motivation. We like, get to do it. We get to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. And I love, you know, the word serve because it's one of my values. I love to serve, yes. <laughs> but I just love the word serve because really that's what we need to do. Or we're called to do is to serve others and exactly and doing so serving God. So, yes. And I, I think that. that's an important concept for everyone to understand. But before we get into this topic and we dive a little bit deeper today, I want to remind everyone out there to subscribe to the channel if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening to this podcast, make sure to follow us right away. Give us that five-star rating and do share the episode. Yeah. <laughs> We'd love for you to share. We'd love to reach more women, Christian women. We, exactly. That's really our goal. So exactly. we can serve them too. See, <laughs> see, we're putting it all together, all the serving. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into this discussion. So Mary, first I have to back up a little bit and give credit to Daniel Pink in his book, Drive, for the terms that we're going to be chatting through today. Right. There's a ton of research about motivation from all types of industries in that book, from education to economy, that have concluded that we do our best work. We can get it out of ourselves and others when these three things, the map is present, the mastery, the autonomy, and the purpose. Right. So and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it too because of what you said, the science behind it and the research, which I love. I think that's yes. so important and it's not just somebody that just put it out there and you know it's 
It's science-backed. <laughs> it's science-backed. We love that. Ecclesiastes 4.4 4 says, um, Solomon's talking. He says, then I observed that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. So really, uh, it's it's if we don't have Christ, then our motivations are limited to money or prestige or power or whatever it is. Right. If the only reason that we're running our business is to get that kind of recognition or or whatever, we've really missed out on God's plan for our business. Isn't that right. true? Yeah. And the <laughs> thing that's so the that hit me so much is the envy. And mm. I mean, come on, we're all at least I, I know I am. I'm guilty of it. Um, and I see it on social media. I see these people who are influencers and I'm like, wow, look at how many followers they have. And it's that, is that what's motivating me? You know, I, I know. I, I know. It can really be defeating at times because yeah. if we look too closely, then we do that comparison trap and we end up really sabotaging ourselves. Yeah. And I have to often pull myself away from it and. And reorient myself because it's so easy. Do you find it? It's easy to fall into that trap? Yes, it can be easy. But I think that the reason that I like what we're talking about today is that if we don't focus on that, if we focus on what it is that God's calling us to do through mastery, autonomy, and purpose, then we're able to have that focus. We can flip it over. We can not allow the enemy to get into our heads and distract us from what God's calling us to do. And I know that when people are listening to this, they're going to say, well, I, you know, purpose is the reason I'm in business or autonomy is what I'm in business and or maybe it's mastery. So as we talk through each one of these, I, I want to challenge everybody to kind of listen for where you're starting, like you might start with purpose or mastery, but then how can you incorporate the other two to keep you motivated? I think yeah. that's like the most important thing. Right. So I know that mastery, let's start with, let's start with M because we're, we're taking a map. So yeah. we have our map here. <laughs> so M is mastery. And I know in Calling Clarity, we talk a lot about mastery, doing yes. what you're good at as an entrepreneur. And we have used what we call the uh, clarity worksheet, right? How to get right. clarity worksheet to really help people find that intersection, right? That yeah. those three pieces. What are those three? Do you remember those three pieces? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're calling me out on those. Let's see. The intersection of what you're good at, what, what you, you love, at. what you love to do, mm-hmm. and what uh, really what breaks your heart. Yep. Yep. Like, how do you want to serve? What? And I always say, but what breaks your heart, right? Right. What do you see that is a problem that you're like, I want to solve that for somebody, right? Right. right. Or maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't have to break your heart, but it's something in your heart. Like, oh, I really, I really need to serve in this way. Oh, exactly. This this fills my heart. Too, That's so. it. that that is exactly it. It's yeah. not necessarily the worst problem that you can. I think know of. it is I something know. that one you have to be good at being able to solve the problem. You have to have the interest of being able to solve the problem yeah. for the person. So it is this intersection, and we talk a lot about that in Calling Clarity about you know the things you're good at. That's always what can be intrinsically done, right? That's stuff that that you get lost in time, so to speak, when right. you kind of do it. Things you're good at doesn't necessarily mean that you're working your genius zone. Right. It just means you've learned to do it really well. Yeah. But sometimes it gets to the place where you've learned it so well, it comes easy to you. And I think what people forget is that the things that come easy to you don't come easy to everybody else. I know. 
I know. <laughs> and we often think like, oh, well, I, it's, this is nothing. I can do this. Anybody can do this. So. Yeah. Right. And when we think that we're limiting, we're limiting ourselves because we think, well, everybody knows how to do this. I'm not any, if I go ask people to help them do this, it is not going to be anything anybody's going to want. And that's so not true. We really do have to see ourselves as the person who knows how to do this, the person who loves how to do this and the person that is willing to help others. serve others right Right. to do it so i really really love that so i just wanted to let everybody know if they want to know more about that they can go to my website at dinningtv.com and get that how to get clarity worksheet and really brainstorm through what are your three areas and what overlaps and that can get you started on what type of business do you want to do or what type of business are you doing that you should maybe shift a little bit, right? Right. Yeah, just right. It might be just a small shift. And yeah. the worksheet is good because you can write it down. Like you can sit here and say, oh, I'm good at this. I'm good at that. I like this. But really write it down, look at it, read it, look at it the next day. It's it's a worksheet. Oh, so definitely, definitely. I love what we talk about mastery. I have a verse for it as well. It's Galatians 6, 4. And it says, pay counterattention careful attention to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else and i think this also helps us with the problem we were talking about right. of watching other people and yeah. just and either getting defeated or having the wrong motivation by saying well i'll show them because that's not good motive that's not going to keep you doing what it is that you're doing but if you're comfortable if you've mastered what it is you're doing and you know that you can do it well, that's going to help keep you motivated, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because you get that feeling of that reward, like, oh, look, I did this. And look how great it came out or whatever it is, you know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Exactly. It could be, like that sense of accomplishment. Exactly. That, yeah. And you get better at it because as entrepreneurs, we're constantly learning as right. well. Right. Okay. So that brings us to the second word. Our second word is autonomy. Yes. That's a big <laughs> now, one. This is a big motivator for you, right, Mary? What were some of your reasons to have autonomy? Because I know you left corporate. I did, yeah. I, <clears throat> you know, I wanted to be my own boss. I, I had worked my whole career, 25 plus years under a boss. And I just, I felt so stifled and I mm. wanted my own, to do my own thing. And, and it, you tried a lot of different ways to do that. I too. did. I tried a lot of different ways, a lot of side hustles. As we didn't call them <laughs> side hustles then. And I'm not that old, but gosh, we didn't, I didn't call them side hustles. I just tried to launch a few different businesses, you know, because I have that entrepreneurial spirit that we all have. Right? Exactly. You have that too, Denise. Didn't you oh, do the same thing? Uh, yeah, because, you know, I never really fit into the teacher crowd when I was teaching, even though I had a full-time job. And I really enjoy what I enjoy of entrepreneurship is the autonomy to work in my, my genius zone, to take those three things and kind of meld them together and say, where, where do I hit that I can help the most people with the the problem that I know I can solve for them. And of course that for me, that is clarity, (laughs) getting all those things, Yeah, but it's pulling all that, that stuff that is from your past or from experiences or learning, education, whatever it is, and really evaluating it. And I like what you said about writing it down. When yeah. it, it's different when we see it in front of our eyes, because a lot of times 
you know, it just swirls around in our head and yeah. we, we can't, we can't decipher what's a real good thought and what's just like a, a meandering thought that kind of weaseled right. its way in there. Yeah. And I, I also like what you said because it hits home for me is that I um, didn't fit in either. Mm-hmm. I didn't fit in with the, I didn't want to be there with the corporate crowd and I was there for so long, but I totally understand what you're saying. I just didn't ever feel like I fit in. Right. And I know a lot of people may feel that way too. They don't still, I don't fit in here. Maybe right. though, some people might have like, it might be a toxic environment that they're in There's, or stress, yeah. stressful environment. That's not good on your health or anything right. like that. And, and we want to be an entrepreneur because we just have that feeling of like, I just want to be able to breathe. Right. <laughs> yes. Freedom. <laughs> freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. Is that a song, right? It, it is. It was cool. We don't want to be copyrighted. We don't want a copyright strike for that. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, First um, Thessalonians 4.11 is the verse that I have pulled for this one. And it says, make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands, just as we instructed you before. And of course, we're talking about uh, Timothy and, and Paul and the little group that went to Thessalonica. But I, I love this autonomy piece. And I think a lot of people that I come across... Um, especially that chat with me on LinkedIn, they talk about wanting to leave corporate, wanting to go be their own boss because of all these different reasons, whether it's not fitting in or if it's the toxic environment or just too much stress, or they always just wanted to be their own boss, (laughs) the freedom, as you said, right? Right. So, So I think that this is something that motivates a lot of people that start a business coming out of corporate as opposed to the mastery one of motivation, which is more, I think, of what happened with me with the genius zone. And I just, I wanted to do something that was uniquely me. So we have a question for the audience, Mary. I'd like to ask them what their motivation is for being an entrepreneur. So, so far we've talked about mastery, wanting to use your gifts, your talents, and your genius zone, or is it autonomy? Do you want to ditch corporate for doing (laughs) your own thing uh, being your own boss, or is it a combination, or is it even something else? I would love for you to let us know down in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it could be, like you said, a combination, more than one. You know, oh, definitely, maybe two of them, maybe all three. But yeah. right, and the thing is, is that we have to remember that that if we can layer it into all three of those, that it's going to help keep us even more motivated. Because that's, what that's happens when we get frustrated in the mastery part because we just can't learn this thing we need to learn then we have to rely on the motivation being in the in the hey i'm autonomous i get to like sit here and figure this out and and i don't have the boss coming down on my head because i have a timeline you don't have that can motivate you and then of course we're going to go into the end of the map (laughs) our map and we're going to go into purpose and i think that is a highly motivated type of thing especially if you're frustrated in the other areas you can still sit back on your purpose the reason and i think for believers, this is the strongest motivation for us as Christian entrepreneurs. We want our work to have meaning. Right. And usually, oh, go ahead. I'm going to say you. an impact. An impact. We want meaning. Impact. We want to impact people. Yeah. Yeah. And there's one of the things that I've seen with our clients as well is that God has positioned each one and brought them through something that now they want to help others do. I know that was true 
For me, I wanted to help people to really understand how God has uniquely designed them to do what he's asking them to do and not feel that intimidation and see all their brilliance on the paper, right. so to speak. I know. And for you, it was the same with technology, right? And working right. with your women. Yeah, I was working with women, obviously, that um, I, I was shocked when I found out how they had been uh, taken advantage of through technology and being charged ridiculous amounts for websites and, and just general tech, technical business technology type things. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. And that just, I was like, oh, gosh, I, these, I have to help these women. <laughs> we have to help women not be afraid of technology and yeah, so that was the thing that it was, was breaking your heart. It right. gave you a purpose. You were like, I see this problem and I know I can solve right. this problem. So, you know, in uh, when we do this, in, in the How to Get Clarity Worksheet, it asks that question, how do you want to serve the world? Right. So what problem is it that you solve and how can you help others? I know we have a worksheet, we call it the Overcomer Tool in Calling Clarity. And I love it. I love that we created it because I think it really helps women to really see all the things that God has brought them through right. to see that there is purpose in each thing and that you can choose which one you really want to focus on so that it is your mastery. It feels autonomous and it is a purpose. Right. Um, I remember when I was in, um, when I was in direct sales um, they called this the why, <laughs> you know, yeah. why you do what you do. And really it is your purpose. And when, when we begin in, and when we begin to look at what our purpose is, I go back to what we call our personal mission statement. Yes. Right. And the personal mission statement is not necessarily just for your business. It's that kind of overarching, uh, thing that you've kind of been doing all along. Right. You know, my my personal mission statement talks about um, you know, helping women to really understand their faith and share their faith. And I've done that in so many different ways. It is like I can see that theme. I guess I would call it a theme that's yeah. running through my life. Whether yeah. I was doing Bible study or I was selling, you know, products that for the home that were faith based and now coaching women to understand their their uniqueness in how God's designed them. Right. So have you find have you found that true with your personal mission statement? Yeah, I mean my mission personal mission statement is to serve people and make help them to be all the best that they can be. Mm-hmm. And throughout my life I've changed it through like is it through technology? Is it through um I've done health coaching? Is it, you know, so many it comes out in so mm-hmm. many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why it's like your personal mission statement. Uh, it's about you. And I sometimes people get it confused with like a business mission statement or something. It's definitely not that. It's really all about you and how you want to serve the world for for Jesus. Exactly. And I think when we can differentiate that and really in in looking through our life and say, yes, I did I can see how I use this exact same thing here, this yep. exact same thing here, this exact same thing here. That's the personal mission statement. The fact that God has us doing it through business right now right. is just one aspect of how we show up in the world. And I think it does give us a deeper purpose knowing that 
we have this this personal mission statement in the back of our minds where we can can kind of hold on to that and go and use it as kind of a, a litmus test. Like, is this really what I'm doing here? Am right. I doing my personal mission statement? I think that's truly important because yeah. it's supposed to hit all parts of our life as well. Romans 12, one says, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So if we're living in our purpose, Right. If we're seeking our purpose, if we're seeking to do what God is calling us to do, then we are worshiping God at the same time through right. our work. Right. Yep. Definitely. That's good. <laughs> I just, I just, I was, as we're talking, it's like sparking all these things for me that right. I might not have thought about before. You know, yeah. we all want, like you said, we all want to have impact. Right. We do. That's- yeah. We don't, we, I, I'm trying to remember where I've read this recently, but we do, we, we don't want to, you know, leave the earth without having made an impact on somebody or something. Uh, right. You know. And it's not about how many, it's no. about how deeply right. it's about how do we take what we know? How do we take that genius that we have that mastery, pull it all together to be autonomous because God's called us into our own businesses and, and be motivated by that autonomy and really look at our purpose and, and pull that all together so that we're not making those little splashes all over the place, trying to make a little tiny impact in many different ways, but using that one focus to make that deeper impact, whether we're, you know, it says if you're, if you have some, to be a leader, you have to have someone following you. Well, that could be one, ten, ten thousand, a million. Right. But there's somebody that you can lead to help them get over what you've already come through, that overcomer kind of thing. So I yeah. think I think that's truly important. Do you feel like this these three words are really um, the best way to create motivation for us as Christians? I think it's a great way to keep create motivation if we uh, keep on remembering that. Like we should have them in front of us so that we remember um, our reasons why we're doing it to go back to the why (laughs) it really goes back to your why and why Mm -hmm. we're doing it so definitely i think so Um, yeah you know the world create says to create a business motivated by money power and recognition and god says create a business for the mastery autonomy and purpose and Guess what? Research shows that we are better motivated when we do it God's way. Isn't that funny? Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but everybody will have to go read Daniel Pink's book, Drive, to see all the research. Because we couldn't possibly go right. into all the research in this short amount of time on no. the podcast today. Do you have anything else you'd like to like tell our audience before we oh like wrap gosh. it up here today, no, Mary? I can't think of anything right now. Just... Um, what you were saying there was really hit home for me. So and it's something that we have to continually remind ourselves because the world is going to keep on telling us that we have to be in it for the huge number of followers, huge number of the money. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to keep on reminding ourselves. That's why I hopefully told- we're here to <laughs> help remind others and remind ourselves. And exactly. Remind others. 
Exactly. I, thanks. I, I, I agree as well. I think you summed it up really well. So I want to tell our audience to make sure to leave us a comment about what is motivating you in your God-centered business. And of course, follow us here on the podcast. Give us a review. Make sure you subscribe, especially if you're watching on YouTube. This yeah. is Deneen TV and Mary Allure. Have a great rest of your day. And as always, be filled to overflowing.